Hello, hello! Welcome back to Real One Shared. I am so committed to this, you guys. It is so nice outside, so sunny, and I'm choosing to be with you and sit inside and record shit. So, yay me. Yay for commitment and being persistent. <laughs> now, I was supposed to have a guest by the time I reached episode 10, and next week is episode 10. And I don't have one lined up yet. Um, there's been some things happening on their end, the people that I've contacted. So I'm not going to, you know, pressure them and stress them out. I'll just, you know, wait it out. But until then, I decided why not do my Thailand tales and do all those stories. But that's going to be broken up into a few parts. And... So I think I'm going to do that next week and start that at, you know, the double digit number episode 10. So this week is just going to be a little quickie. I think it's going to be a quickie where I answer some questions that you guys have sent me. So over the last month, I've been bugging the heck out of you guys to leave me voice messages on a thing called SpeakPipe. And only two people did. So thank you to those two people. And I'm going to play their messages um, and then I'll answer the questions that got sent to me on, what is it called? NGL, that anonymous thing. And that's where, like, that's when you guys started being like, oh, okay, I'm just going to send random shit. But you can, you know, you know you can, like, leave voice messages. You'll hear what it sounds like. And I have no idea who you are because I don't know your voice. Unless I know you really well, then I know who's speaking to me. Like, I don't know your voice. Just send me stuff, please. <laughs> it's a cool way to leave me a voice notes or whatever. But um, yeah, and so I have the NGL Anonymous app as well. So I'll do, I'll do SpeakPipe first, and then we'll go into the NGL. Okay. Okay, going to play the first message that came in. Here we go. If someone wants to give you a camper fan on Friday, and you could go anywhere from where you are with an unlimited amount of funds for the weekend, where would you go and why? Huh. Okay, that's a good question. So, unlimited amount of funds, go anywhere I want. I'm given a camper van and I leave on Friday. Where would I go and why? Uh, oh my god, that is so hard. So basically a road trip. A road trip somewhere. Wait, how long am I allowed to go for? Did you just say the weekend? Let me, let me listen to that again. Okay, yeah, the weekend. Okay, so I can't go very far because automatically I'd be like, I'm driving south along the western coast all the way down to like Mexico or something. Um, heck, all the way down to friggin' Patagonia. What's on the left side? Gosh, I need to study maps again. Do you know I used to actually be a, a geography major? Okay, I am going off topic. <laughs> okay. Uh, gosh, so I have like three days. Where am I going? I think I am going to go north then. I will go north. I don't know why that's so hard to say, north. And I'm going to go up. Yes, here's, a, okay. I'm going to go up through BC. I'm going to hit the Yukon. And then I'm going to see Alaska and come back. Because I've always wanted to see the territories. That's like the only part of Canada I've never seen is like that northern part. And I always want to go to Alaska as well, you know, into the wild. Oh, this is so fitting, actually. <laughs> and yeah, so that's where I would go. I'd explore more of BC, where I'm currently living, and see the Yukon and see Alaska and then come back. 
And that is my answer. Oh, and why? Okay. Uh, I guess I kind of already said my whys, but basically, yeah, I've never seen Northern Canada yet. And I've always wanted to see the territories and like cross every province and territory off the list. And I've always wanted to go to Alaska because um, my favorite book, um, you know, Chris McCandless, Alexander Supertramp, he he died in Alaska. That was his last place alive and with the whole bus and everything. Um, and it just looks so beautiful. Have you guys seen photographs of Alaska and the Yukon? Like It just looks like such a cool and wild place to be. I don't know. I'm so drawn to it. Um, yeah, that's my why. And, uh, and also just because like I want to see more BC. I just think it's such a beautiful coastal northern area, you know? Yeah, that's my why. There's, there's really nothing too deep about it. <laughs> okay, on to the next one. Hey, so you don't know who I am. I'm a guy in Colorado, and I happened upon your, um, your profile. And I really enjoy stuff around mental health and all those things, but this is not about me. Um, I wanted to ask you how you are doing, um, how your your mental health is lately, how your heart is, all that stuff. Um, no agenda, just I think I saw your post about nobody checking in with you, and I've had a lot of moments in my life like that, and it's lonely, and it sucks, and I think we need more of that. Um, humanity needs more of that. We need connection. We need people that genuinely care about us. So, yeah, I guess my question is, how are you? Gosh, I went from laughing to... Oh, my gosh, I need to close my window. Um, I went from laughing to feeling kind of sad, actually, but, like, also... But sad in, like, a, like, thankful way. Like, dang, some man in Colorado just reached out to me asking how I am because he... Something in my posts on Instagram, like, last month resonated with him. And he was like, I hate this feeling, too, so I'm going to reach out to her because no one ever reaches out to her, and I'm going to ask how she is. Like, the simple act of saying, how are you? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to break down right now. Like, if you think about it, that's actually a loaded question. And we're so, it's like such an automatic response to be like, I'm good, how are you? You know, but like internally, what you're feeling is so much more than just, I'm good, you, you know? Um, so just a second, I'm just going to close my window. So first of all, to answer your question, um, I just want to say thank you also for doing that because yeah, as I was expressing, um, I just feel like I reach out a lot to people and it's the same energy is not, the same energy is not reciprocated all the time and it's just I don't know I feel like I'm like draining my battery and trying to make friends or maintain friendships that I've made and it's just like it's a lot especially when like I'm in a I'm in a city with a lot of people in it and I feel extremely alone no matter where I go it's horrible um I guess how am I (laughs) I'm not doing well. Let's just say that. Nice man from Colorado. Um, 
And you asked about my mental health, which is also important. And like, let's end the stigma, right? So yeah, we, we can talk about it. I've been feeling pretty depressed, honestly. And my anxiety is like through the roof. Um, I just wake up and sometimes I'll just like, honestly, I'll just cry and just <laughs> because I'm so alone and I have no one to talk to. <laughs> and um, like I'm talking right now to, I don't even know who listens, but maybe this is a <laughs> going to be a cure to my loneliness one day. I don't know, just lots of people tuning in and listening, listening to me chat about like ridiculous stories. But, um, like right now it feels like I'm talking to someone, which is kind of nice, even though it's to nobody. (laughs) That's also kind of sad. Um, but like, Ooh, and like I would go see a therapist and all that stuff. I'm not against that. Um, so I think it's important to have someone to talk to about these, like these intense feelings. Um, but therapy and seeing like a counselor, that's expensive. And I'm really poor right now. If I'm really honest, I'm really broke. Um, like sometimes I do background work, but there's a writer's strike happening. So I can't even work. I'm literally just like, I'm feeling like really lost. Um, I'm doubting my path in life as a, as a creative. Um, I'm just doubting a lot of things. I'm just like, I wake up and I'm like just wondering what I'm really doing with my life. And it's caused me a lot of depression and anxiety and and just like trying to make these connections with people in the community, like in the acting world and stuff. And, you know, I think it's going well. I think people like me. I think, you know, I think I'm making friends and then bam, something happens or someone like acts like a completely different way or um I don't know. It's just so difficult. Like, why is it so difficult to make friends in this city? I don't understand it. Um, so yeah, uh, that's my answer to your question. How am I? I'm not, I am, I'm not good. I'm sad. I wish I had friends. I wish I had people to hang out with. I wish, you know, I'm often misunderstood. I wish people would just like give me the chance to, you know, like see things from my perspective, maybe have a little more empathy, see where I'm coming from. I don't know, but, um, gosh, you got me crying. Uh, so that's my answer to your question, (laughs) but I'm taking care of myself. I think it's important to actually sit with your feelings. And if you need to cry, like I'm crying now, I just did. I think it's important to let yourself do that. Your body needs to do that and release. Right. So I'm I'm not going to not let it do that. Um, and I just feel also like, eternally grateful to feel all these feelings at such a deep level you know not a lot of people are like that and I'm a pretty emotional in-depth human and um I just try to be grateful for for all of these things like you know like I I get a lot of inspiration and I create a lot through my pain and through this hurt so I try to see the good in it as well but anyway so that is my um long drawn out answer to how are you (laughs) okay we're gonna move on now okay sorry I know the volume went like up and down in that one because I was like crying and turning my head away and just not facing the mic so apologies if you've had to like adjust your volume Um, I'm still trying to get used to like where I should put my mouth like how close to the mic anyway 
Okay, so I'm off SpeakPipe because no one else left me messages. And now I'm on NGL and people left me um, messages on here. So I'm going to open one. Okay. <laughs> What's your biggest fear? Okay, that one's not too hard to answer. Are you serious? Everyone knows my biggest fear. Okay, this person probably doesn't know me that well. My biggest fear is spiders. That's like a phobia. Like my my, But my fear of spiders is is extreme. Like when I say I'm afraid of spiders and people are like, oh yeah, I'm scared of spiders too. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like I can't even look at a picture of a spider, not even a cartoon picture. Like one time I tried to get over my fear because it, it literally bothers me so much. Oh, when I was trying to go to Australia. So I was like, okay, I need to like do some of my own exposure therapy. <laughs> and I started off with like looking at pictures of spiders online, but I had to start with cartoons. So I, I Googled like cartoon spider and I looked at Google images of that until I was comfortable enough. And then I moved from Google images of cartoon spiders to Google images of spiders. And that, I can't do that. I can't even move past that. I think I did because this, the next part was, um, honestly, even looking at a picture of a spider online, like my, I'm even thinking about it. My heart races so much. I get like heart palpitations and like I can't even breathe. My t- my chest is tight. I get so scared. It scares me. It's like people who are afraid of a ghost or a demon and then you like look at the ghost or the demon and then you're terrified. That's like how I feel when I look like when I look at an image of a spider, let alone a spider in real life. So then my next stage I actually like printed out photos of these Google images of spiders, not the cartoon ones, the real ones. And like, I would hold it and try to, try to love it, give it love. It was hard. I did not make it past that. And one time I was like high and drunk for Canada Day years ago, so many years ago, (laughs) at someone's cottage. And I was like sitting in the bathroom, just like, there was a spider in the bathroom. I was sitting with it and I was like, hey, spider, um, you know, you know that I'm really, really scared of you, right? Is it like, do you mind if you and like the rest of the spiders in the world can just be a little less scary for me? Because I really want to love you. I really want to like you. I really do. But you, you really scare me. <laughs> I remember that so clearly, but I still have my spider fear and I, I don't know if I'll ever get over it. I really want to see Australia, but my spider fear holds me back. <laughs> I did have a visa to go there, but we'll get into that another time. Um, but if I'm not going to choose a phobia, like an actual legit fear, honestly, probably growing old alone and never finding my life partner and someone I want to spend the rest of my life with, that terrifies me because I've been single for so long now, it feels like. Oh, yeah, actually, it is a long time. Yeah, since I last had like a relationship at least two years long, you know, it's been a while. So it's, that's my biggest fear other than spiders. Okay. Next opening ever been caught skinny dipping. What? (laughs) Huh? Okay. I'm confused. Caught. You're wording this. Whoever asked me this question, you're wording this as if going skinny dipping is a bad thing getting caught because the act of being caught is like caught doing something wrong is it not am I reading this wrong I feel like that's a weird way of saying like has anyone seen you skinny dipping is that like what you're trying to say because if that's the question then 
Yes. I mean, I'm trying to think of the times I've been skinny dipping. Not very often in my life because um, I've often struggled with body image stuff. But, um, like, the only time I can recall skinny dipping, like, clearly in my brain is when I talked about that hike on the podcast already when I went skinny dipping in that lake at the end of the hike at the top. And, I mean, my Tinder date was watching, so he saw, and I'm sure other people saw that were camping around us. But, like, no one's ever, like, approached me and been like, oh, what are you doing skinny dipping? I mean, does that happen? I don't get it. Uh, I don't get the question. So, no, I haven't been caught skinny dipping? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, maybe just ask something else. <laughs> All right. Moving right along because there's nothing to say. <laughs> Didn't know what to say. Um, okay. Uh, favorite hostel you've ever stayed in? <gasps> oh, one just came to my mind very quickly. And it's so obvious. Okay. But it's in my Thailand stories. So I can't. Okay. I'm not going to tell you too much, but my favorite hostel I've ever stayed in. Who asked me this? How did you know I like hostels? <laughs> um, favorite hostel I've ever stayed in was in Thailand in Kolanta. On an island called Kolanta, and it was called Hay Hostel. Um, I felt immediately at home there. It was so welcoming. I made some friends. It was so chill. I loved the vibes. Right on the beach, there were dogs everywhere, hammocks. Oh my gosh, honestly, best hostel. It was, and like, you wake up and you get like free coffee in the morning. There's some fruit. It's just, like, it was just immaculate so good loved it was not afraid minus the spider in the bathroom but um like the people were great the vibes are great yeah best hostel hey hostel Colanta, thailand go there if it is still there <laughs> you fucking kidding me okay i had to know that i had to expect that questions like this would come in <laughs> i'm giving out an anonymous link to literally ask me anything you want and i get <clears throat> Can you squirt? <laughs> well, if we're being real, I don't know. Is that a is that a good answer? I mean, I don't I don't know. No one has ever made me squirt. So, like, if I maybe I could, I think there could be a possibility. But um, no one has ever. Um, made me orgasm to the point of me squirting. Does that mean I haven't had a greater orgasm? I don't even know now. Now I'm questioning my orgasms in my past. <laughs> like, I don't... Okay, I, no? Yes? Maybe? Potentially? There's potential, but I have not? Oh, my God. Okay, next question. Right up the same alley. Next question is... Is anal on the cards? Let me look at the cards. Where are the cards? Well, the cards say no anal. Oh, okay. They also say your anus is where you shit, where you can have diarrhea, so no penis shall enter. Oh, I guess it's a no for anal on the cards. Guys, really, these are your questions that you're sending me anonymously. 
The worst pickup line you've ever heard. That's the next question. Do people even use pickup lines? Is that a, a thing? I like what? People don't even talk to me in real life. No, I don't. I don't think there are pickup lines that have been used on me. <laughs> I mean, like since I've been single, the majority of my life since I was twenty five. Like I had, did I have a? I had one boyfriend. I think two, two, maybe three, maybe three, but they didn't last very long. But no one's ever used a pickup line on me because you people use dating apps now. Like when my last serious relationship ended when I was 25, I immediately went onto the dating apps because that's what everyone was doing. And on dating apps, you don't use pickup lines. So I feel like this is someone older asking this question maybe because you don't go up to a person these days and just like use a pickup line. No one ever says anything like that anymore. And what would you even say? People just say like, hey, how's it going? Like, that, that's it. But, like, worst pickup line? I don't have one because I don't get them. <laughs> All right, next question is actually pretty uh, a legit question. <laughs> what do you look for in a partner? Okay, that is, oh, my gosh. Okay, I feel like I'm, like, is this a dating episode now? I'm just, like, people are asking what anal squirting and now like what I look for in a partner is this like a dating episode what am I getting myself into okay what do I look for in a a partner let me think okay um number one my brain goes to they have to be outgoing and goofy I like I'm automatically drawn to people who are a kid at heart like myself and who are goofy like myself and can just be playful so like goofiness and playfulness and having that like kid at heart spirit is so ideal. That's like number one. I also look for, um, if you're adventurous, I like people who are adventurous and, um, you know, love traveling, backpacking, camping, um, would rather, you know, spend their money on adventures and things instead of material items, Um, I also look for empathy, understanding, compassion, just a really kind human. Um, but that's also when I ask, when I look for that, I feel like it's hard to have that as well as also having someone who's goofy. It just has never been like two for, I can't get them both. Like (laughs) if I find a really kind, compassionate human, they often are not outgoing enough and I find them boring. I don't know what's going on. Um, I also look for, um, the willingness to eventually become vegan because my values surrounding that are so strong that I would hope that the person I am dating, uh, like for my life partner also comes to terms with these values of mine and, and they embrace them as their own as well one day, hopefully, and can see it, you know, can open their eyes to what's going on. But anyway, I'm not going to get into a vegan topic, but uh, you're asking what I'm looking for in a partner. So um, I also look for people who aren't set on, you know, the stereotypical way things should happen in life. Like um, husband, wife, get married. We have a kid. We get, we buy it. Then we buy a house and then we have children and we have a white picket fence and all that. Like, no, I'm very like unconventional. So, um, Let's just 
get married. Um, doesn't have to be big and fancy and expensive. You don't need to buy me an expensive ring. Let's not have kids. Let's save on that because they're expensive. Let's travel the world and like, you know, just like someone else who's also unconventional like me. And someone who is willing to take things slow and get to know me before physically getting to know me first. Like don't, don't dive into my vagina before diving into my brain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Um, I really admire people and respect that when people or when guys, um, sorry, I'm not into the vag. Uh, when guys can just take things slow and respect that I want to take things slow and get to know that person and then feel comfortable with them first before we dive into sexual things and exploring our bodies, you know? Okay. I'm going to leave that answer at that. And the final question, literally, this is the final question that came in my inbox. (laughs) Why did you stop using OnlyFans? I miss it with a sad emoji. (laughs) What? What? Who is this? Okay, I signed up for OnlyFans years ago. I think back in like 2020, maybe? And I only used it for a short period of time, not even very long at all. I barely posted anything. I didn't even know how to grow on that platform anyway. And I was desperate for money, but I wasn't making any money and no one was subscribing. So like, who is this? What do you mean? You miss it. I didn't have any, I don't believe I have any content on there. What? Who is this? I mean, should I get OnlyFans? Now I'm like wondering because I'm broke and I don't have a job. (laughs) What the hell? Like, I barely used that thing. I didn't even really post anything. I have feet pics. You want to buy my feet pics? Because <laughs> that's all I can offer right now. <laughs> okay, that's it. Those were all of the questions I got asked. <laughs> so if you have a question for me or you just want to share something, go to speakpipe.com slash real when shared. Or if you want to leave me those, like a non-voice note, I will post a link um, on my Instagram, at realwhenshareedpod. I'll put it in the story and then I'll put it where it says chat. There's a chat highlight and you can like find it there. Okay? Okay. (laughs) Have a great weekend, everybody. If you can, you must. I just finished a great novel and if you can do something, you must do it. Because you never know when your last day of your life may be. So if you can do something, go do it. This weekend, I dare you.